You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Bulletin. It is the day of the Indigenous Voice Referendum. You may not know that's happening due to the rather uh, concerning media desert that exists in this country as people tune out of commercial news following a grueling pandemic that followed uh, the Black Summer bushfires. A lot of people just don't want to really tune in. They've tuned out. It should be an interesting result. Polls are saying uh, it'll be a convincing no. Uh, But then again, young people aren't reading the news, so I don't know how they're responding to polls. Uh, Either way, should be interesting. What are you getting up to, Effie Bateman? Uh, Well, I will be flying to Sydney to go see Pendulum, which will be pretty exciting. Nice. Let's just um, let's just play uh, a little bit of Pendulum. Uh, speaking of uh, the demise of Australian news media, um, this is they've got that ABC song. Don't yes, they? yes, and this is what this is what could save the ABC. Um, you know, if they changed their theme song to something a little bit more like this, I think we'd have the youth. Tuning in. Uh, you'd certainly have Effie Bateman, uh, the lifestyle editor. Here we go. I'm holding my phone to the microphone, so um, that's why it doesn't sound that good. Wait up. Wait for the drop. So this will be you. Yeah. Front of stage. Mm-hmm. This is how you get the millennials to listen yeah. to the news. Anyway, before we get yeah. stung for uh, copyright <laughs> by the ABC and Pendulum, I'll turn that off. I reckon uh, that's definitely going to be the song of the night. The song of the night. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, the first uh, story we're going to talk about this week uh, in the weekly Batuta Bulletin is a lengthy one, so I'll spare you from this headline, Effie Bateman. I'll see if I can get it done in one take. If I can, you have to congratulate me. Okay. <clears throat> it reads like this. Millennial voter who has to suffer the indignity of listening to her housemates have sex at 32 while she works 12-hour shifts to pay off her heavily re-indexed hex debt and exploitative quarterly rent rises in a manipulated political system that is engineered to serve only one specific generation of entitled baby boomers who transition to... (sighs) Ah! (laughs) Damn it. No, damn it. Who transitioned from anti-war hippies to conservative wealth hoarders after they bought multiple houses with single incomes on top of also being able to afford overseas holidays, Australian-made cars and the luxury of starting their own families while repeatedly voting out any government that tried to tax them fairly or take even the slightest action against climate change is surprisingly not that worried about an Indigenous advisory body that may benefit the lives of people who have suffered the most from this regime. The Liberal Party Don't Know Vote No campaign, which is aimed at confusing and frustrating older voters who haven't been able to educate themselves on the upcoming referendum through Talkback Radio or Sky News, does not appear to be working on young people. One of these younger voters, Bella Houseplant, 
is going to vote yes to an Indigenous voice for no reason other than the fact that it's an opportunity for her to reclaim power from the conservative political class that have robbed her from any form of social or financial mobility. Why shouldn't I vote yes? She asks. It's not like an Indigenous advisory body is going to cost me as much as Scott Morrison's decision to secretly re-index my hex debt in his final budget. Personally, I don't think changing the constitution to include the existence and experiences of Indigenous people would change anything for me. I'm still paying my landlord's entire mortgage repayments just to secure a bed in a five-person share house within a 45-minute commute of my work. Interesting. Interesting. Will this be the secret uh, millennial vote that has not been accounted in the polls? Time will tell. Up next, entertainment news. And a new Netflix doco tells the story of a 48-year-old Englishman unable to convey emotion with his face. Nearly a billion viewers have tuned in to watch a new Netflix documentary that tells the story of an attractive Cockney lad from London's East End who was good at what the English call football and then went on to marry an equally, if not more attractive, woman who was good at singing. Yes, the number one Netflix documentary sheds light on the lives of these mega-famous British sporting and cultural figures, providing insights into their careers and relationships. However, the most emphasis is definitely placed on the man, whose hobbies include beekeeping, collecting Lego, beekeeping, collecting Legos, and shopping for luxury items like designer watches. The 48-year-old sports star, who has a surprisingly captivating way with words, has somehow managed to keep viewers glued to their screens for hours without once conveying any form of human emotion with his face. It is not known if the restrictive facial movement is a result of sporting injuries or just old-fashioned Cockney stoicism, but it is fascinating to watch a man tell the glorious story of winning a domestic treble and then tell the tragic story of being the most hated man in Britain all while his eyes and lips stay in the exact same squinty Josh Hartnett-style pose that was so popular in his youth. think I'll watch that tomorrow when I'm hungover. Do it. Next up, a Melbourne man in Sydney gets lost again because life is difficult when it's not presented to you in a perfectly symmetrical grid system. Yes, in an ironic twist of fate, a self-described cultured man from Melbourne that considers himself a bit above the rest has found himself hopelessly lost on a trip to the Harbour City. Like many Melburners, Isaac Foley, 28, is accustomed to the artificial man-made planned grid system of Melbourne streets. In fact, he takes pride in it for some reason. I've been to Europe dozens of times. I'm good at navigating new cities, I swear. The streets here, they're just too confusing. Why all the turns? Why so many hills? Once at Central Station, things went from bad to worse for Isaac. Leaving the busy train station, Isaac found that his brain simply could not connect the dots when the roads had a bend on them. Paralyzed from what he can only describe as utter confusion, Isaac had no other choice but to text his friend that he was lost in a huge blow to his world traveler and urban explorer image. While Isaac views himself as an eccentric person and a lover of all things alternative, he does admit that Melbourne's grid system is a model of order and symmetry that he can respect. Some cities just aren't created equally. And while it might not be as romantic, a planned city is much easier than an organic city guided by First Nations bush tracks and early settler horse paths. And lastly, to health now, local midwife has baby advice that contradicts everything the other midwife said on a previous shift. A postnatal patient at Royal Batuta Base Hospital has told this masthead that she's received a lot of advice about dealing with her day-old baby from a number of helpful staff. Each midwife that Carmen Frost has spoken to in the past few days has taken time to share their experiences and opinions with her, which is something that the first-time mum is very appreciative of. Carmen says that she's noticed that a lot of opinions and pieces of advice, however, do seem to contradict themselves. 
The midwife overnight last night said you shouldn't feed your baby when he sat upright because it might make him swallow more air. But then the midwife I just saw said I can feed him upright if I want to and there's nothing wrong with it. Or the one yesterday that said I should get out of bed and walk around more, but then another one said that if walking is still extremely painful, I should just rest up and not force myself. The doctor just shrugged and asked me if I wanted some more tramadol and that I should just get better as time goes on. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Just take it all in and see what works for me. And that's it from Batuta's Weekly Bulletin this week. Go out and vote and uh, enjoy your weekend. See you later.